Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Well, welcome to the show, Fifth Street Soccer, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm Nick Eber, along with Nick Webster. We have so many stories, as we do every time we come on the air, but today in particular, we've got a bunch, and why don't we start at Leicester, where the Foxes get their man. It took wife swapper Brendan Rodgers about 15 seconds to get from Celtic Park to the King Power. Is this a leg up for our favorite bobblehead, Brendan or just another leg over. Uh, let's talk about resident football thug Sergio Ramos gets what's coming to him as he's formally charged by UEFA with deliberately getting a yellow card against Ajax in the Champions League in order to control the timing of a ban. Uh, the Poch, Mauricio Pochettino, lays into his squad at Tottenham in the wake of their defeat at Burnley, questioning their heart and toughness and says it could be 10 or 15 years before they will win the title. At Old Trafford, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer claims it's his increased workload that is the cause of their overflowing injury list. Is this, is this more growing pains or is this Ole Gunnar Solskjaer really starting to understand the difficulty of managing a club like Manchester United. Of course, we'll look at all of today's results. We'll look forward to the matches tomorrow, and there is an exceptionally juicy six-point relegation battle. Nick, so much to get to. Oh, definitely. I love your little uh, comment about Brendan Rodgers. I I don't think it was even 15 seconds. It may may have been Wood, and he's gone, yes. Uh, I don't think he (laughs) even let them finish what they wanted to say, but... Uh, actually, very happy to have Brendan Rodgers back in the Premiership. I think he is a very progressive manager, knows what he's doing, wants his team to play great football. I know you may be a little bit better because uh, he took Liverpool in a downward spiral after give, leaving you so tantalisingly close to the promised land. And yes, I tell you what, it's a good day for you, really. Sergio Ramos getting it in the air from UEFA. You are absolutely loving that, huh? I guess you can say... Karma is a bitch. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, Brendan Rogers marries one. All right, uh, Street Soccer, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM211. Give us a call in the studio. We'd love to hear from you. 800-878-7529. That's 800-878-PLAY. Let's get those phone lines lit. And, of course, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Nick Geber. He is at Nick Webster. We're on Facebook as well, facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. We're going to step aside, take a very brief break, and we'll be right back to kick it all off. Don't go anywhere. Hey, travelers. 
Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 for years they said it could lead to madness They relegated it to dark rooms and back alleys. They shamed those who grew it. They did a stop and frisk on anyone they thought might have it. But now, this February, a completely different kind of history will be made because of it. And you have the chance to see it. In fact, millions will watch as 80 years of unjust stigma is left in the past. A product that drove good people to the black market will be revealed as one that's creating a new global market. A plant that was once viewed with fear will be seen as a source of calm and wellness. This February, what inspired the symbol of counterculture will, at long last, be seen as just culture. A new normal is coming. Will you be one of the first to see it? Visit MedMen.com to watch an exclusive preview. That's MedMen.com. Soccer, Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you. Nick, wasn't much of a surprise uh, at the King Power to see Brendan Rodgers uh, named as the new manager. What was surprising was how quickly he got out of Scotland. You know, I wonder what the Celtic fans uh, think about that, how they feel. I mean, uh, you know, look, Leicester City, they're mid-table. They're not going to get relegated. I-, I thought it was a little classless. I mean, he could maybe have seen out the rest of the season in Scotland. What do you think? Well, I don't think he needs to, to be honest with you. I mean, Celtic have just done back-to-back treble trebles. They're in line to do a treble, treble, treble. I think uh, Brendan Rodgers realises that he has hit the glass ceiling in uh, in Scotland, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, they are eight points clear of Rangers in the Premiership. They're in multiple finals. 
I just think he's a little bit bored with it, to be honest with you. And I think he looks at this Leicester City project. And I think both you and I have spoken about Leicester and, and how exciting they are and, and, and what a decent team they are. But they just haven't had the results under Claude Puel. You know, no surprise when Puel was let go, especially on the, the back of the 4-1 right. thumping uh, home to Palace. And uh, I think Brendan Rodgers looks at this and says, hey, let's get into it straight away. Why, why do I need to wait three months? Uh, I, I actually think it's a good move. Yeah, Celtic fans may be a little disappointed, but at the end of the day, you know, he's won everything he could win in Scotland with this team. And uh, they should say thank you very much. Yeah, you, you are right, uh, actually. I mean, Leicester City, I think he is the right manager for this club. I just think there's something about him and the the way he demands that people command his authority that maybe would be troubling at a, say, quote, bigger club. But I think he might be the right personality fit at Leicester. He certainly doesn't like to move on a lot. Of course, he unless he gets sacked. It may be the right move, and certainly they got a, I won't say new manager bounce, they got a no manager bounce today, beating Brighton 2-1 at home, a result that they sorely needed, Nick. Yeah, I mean, look, Rodgers was in the stadium and he got a rapturous welcome from the fans. And I I think, you know, when I look at this Leicester City team, you know, they they won the premiership. It was the biggest fluke in the history of football. You know, many people talk about the 5,000 to one and God, I wish I had had a tenner on it. I mean, 10 bucks, that's all. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, they're they're kind of harking back to those days. Well, I'm afraid those days are long gone. But what I will say about the Leicester City hierarchy, you know, I mean, unfortunately, the the chairman did did pass away in that tragic accident. But the hierarchy is willing to spend money. Uh, They have spent large money on players throughout uh, the last five to six years. So I don't think Rodgers is going to be scrambling around going that the board won't back me. They won't give me money. And and it is an exciting team. There's some great young talent in this Leicester City club. I, I think that Rodgers is going to do a really good job. I'm not going to say he's going to break into the top six because that would be like me smoking crack cocaine. However, I think he's going to have them knocking on the door and uh, he'll have them knocking on the door at the start of next season. And that's why I think it's very smart of him to go in now work with the players he's got, and then really, really think very carefully about his transfer policy in the summer because I expect big moves from Leicester City. Oh, absolutely. I do too. I mean, this is a club that certainly has uh, major aspirations to get back up to the promised land. I think you and I both think it's unrealistic to think that they're going to win the title again anytime in our lifetimes at least. But they certainly want to compete, and they would love to be up there – fighting for the, uh, a top six spot. And, yeah, I think they have the infrastructure to do it, Nick. And you're right. They're not afraid to, to spend money. And Brendan Rodgers, I think, can do a good job there. So he does leave Celtic. He does find his way to Leicester. Uh, not London, so his wife's probably not that happy. But it is a lot better than freezing your ass off in Glasgow. Uh, true, true. And uh, London isn't that far away for his, uh, you know, very tidy wife. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Before we talk about Sergio Ramo, Nick, let's talk a little bit about Spurs and Mauricio Pochettino. He came out today and he absolutely ripped his squad. Uh, He basically said they don't have the heart and the soul and the fight to be champions. Uh, At the rate they're going, he said they're 10 to 15 years away from winning a title. Uh, A bit harsh, don't you think? 
Well, I'm, I'm not sure where this has come from because, you know, this is a team that I think continues to overachieve. And if we look at all the injury problems they've had over the last two to three months, the fact that they're still sniffing around the premiership title, I mean, yeah, it's a little unrealistic. But then again, they do have uh, destiny in their own hands with trips to Liverpool and to Manchester City. So, you know, they could conceivably turn that around. They're bang on for the quarterfinals of the Champions League. I think Pochettino's just trying a little bit of mind games here to uh, spur his lads for one final push to the top of the mountain. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, what he said is that um, to be a real contender in this type of game, playing well or not playing at all, it's a must-win game, unacceptable to lose. If you lose, you can't say afterwards, no, we're a real contender. Then he says, listen to this, come on, in the last 10 or 12 games, you must be strong. You have to dominate and show you're a contender. We showed on Saturday that we're a good team, yes, and we have good quality, yes, but it's not enough to win a title like the Premier League, and that's the reality. I think the players should think the same. I'm disappointed and frustrated, and here we go. We didn't show more attitude, more energy than Burnley did. We didn't show more ambition than them, and we are fighting for the Premier League. That's what worried me. Um, Interesting, but yeah, I think this the audience for this is not so much the players' Nick Webster, I actually think the audience for this is a certain Daniel Levy. And I think Pochettino's, you know, going to be uh, positioning himself to say, hey, mate, I need some funds in the summer. If you want to win, if you want to win the title, I need other players that I can choose from if I think these ones don't have the metal to get it done. That's who I think the audience for this was. Well, there's no doubt that managers and clever managers, which I would uh, class Pochettino in that group, speaking code and uh i think this is one of those interviews where you need to read between the lines and i think you've read between the lines very well mr geever uh you know tottenham were flying and then to lose to burnley who who are going through a great run of form themselves but are still burnley down near the bottom of the table i think was a big big body blow uh psychologically and physically to this tottenham hotspur side and now they've got to raise themselves again They've got to go to Chelsea, who were much improved on Sunday, although, I yes. mean, just the, the, the madness that's surrounding that club at the moment uh, makes, makes me think that Tottenham, who have had some real rough goes at Stamford Bridge over the years, this just might be their time to turn it around. And this could be the result that would spur them on, because think about this. Spurs still have to go, as I mentioned, to City. They've got to go to Liverpool. If they can go to Chelsea, if they can beat three of the big contenders, then they will deservedly be Premier League champions. Do they have the bell to do that? I'm not sure. But you know what? I can't wait to see what happens at the bridge tomorrow because I think it is going to be an absolute classic. Yeah, I have a couple of different takes on that. First of all, I certainly think this was a very uh, calculating statement that he made because I think on any other day he would have come out and said, yeah, you know, tough loss, Burnley played well, we were at Turf Moor. Isn't it great to have Harry Kane scoring as he comes back from injuries? Great to have Kane back, great to have him in form. You know, that would have been the response on any other day. But you're right, this trip to Stamford Bridge looms large. And I think, at least my take of the situation at Chelsea, and and you went on with me yesterday, is that it could well be that rather than showing fissures in the locker room with this whole Kepa situation, 
apparently the team rallied behind Sari in the locker room. They don't like Kepa very much. And I'm just wondering, Nick, if this, in fact, could be a cat- the catalyst that brings the locker room together with the manager at Stamford Bridge. We're going to have to pick up that discussion, though, on the other side of the break because it is a really important discussion, particularly, obviously, in the um, uh, looking forward to tomorrow's massive match at Stamford Bridge. And there are some other huge matches tomorrow. A particularly exciting one for me uh, is Card is Southampton Fulham. That is a mouth-watering relegation six-pointer. I know you're looking at the bottom of the table saying, why should I be interested? Well, because the relegation battle is just as exciting as the title. All right, Fistory Soccer, Nick Eber, Nick Webster with you. We would like to welcome to the show all the men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. We love having you with us. We're with you each and every weeknight from 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. 
Call 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. All right, well, welcome back. We uh, chose that song in particular. Wow, that was quick again. I guess push, someone's pushing the wrong button. Must be me. Uh, for a discussion we're going to have a little later on in the segment about Sergio Ramos, a man who certainly has the world up his ass, so to speak. But before we get there, Nick, uh, let's continue our discussion about Chelsea. What do you think about my take? I mean, all the discussions coming out of the locker room were that the players were absolutely livid with Kepa. Well, I mean, they may have been livid with him, but they didn't do anything about it. I mean... David Luiz went up to Kepa and whispered in his ear and probably said, yeah, keep going, keep winding him up. Uh, where was the captain, Esmelacueta? I mean, he, he, he completely bottled it and said, oh, I'm on the other side of the field. Um, no, I, I think that the Chelsea players have, once again, down tools. Uh, they show up when they feel like it. I mean, look, I've been telling you this for the last three months, that the club is rotten to the core. And that, to me, was the epitome of a club that is just in complete and utter free fall from top to bottom. There's no spine there. There's no character. There's no respect for each other. And like you just said, hey, you've got the, the world's most expensive goalkeeper in the training room, in the dressing room, and nobody likes him. I mean, what does that tell you about the club and, and the mistakes they're making in the in the transfer market? I mean, this is the guy that makes £190,000 a week. Yeah. Well, look, that's certainly a valid opinion and probably the right one, Nick. Uh, it was interesting to me when you talk about the club being rotten to the core, particularly in light of Pochettino's statement about about guts and, and desire and, and all of these sort of intangibles – to see this team take Manchester City to penalties in a cup final. I mean, that was Chelsea. Hello? Where, where has that team be? Where, where has that performance been all season, Nick? It hasn't been there, that's for sure. But it certainly seems if they get to a cup final, they're going to show up and play. Well, you'd like to think that any player worth their salts, worth their professionalism, is going to show up to Wembley Stadium with a, with a piece of silver on the line. And, and really put a shift in, and that's what that's what Chelsea did. And you know what, Manchester City weren't at their best, I thought. Uh, and Chelsea managed to raise their game, and and but for some wayward finishing, they probably could have won it. But uh, you know, I, they could they could probably could have won it in penalties as well because yeah. I don't actually fancied Willie Caballero uh, in the shootout to do the business. So um, that's something we will never know. But it, it did show to me that when they want to play. When they want to perform, they can perform, but it it just right. doesn't happen on a consistent basis. And and that's I mean, really so- worrying, Nick. That's I mean that's that's ultimately is the root issue with this team, with this management, with this club. You have the players. The excuse that our players aren't good enough is just that. It is an excuse. You saw what these players were capable of, and yeah, you're right, Nick. I mean, Caballero former City player, knows the City players really well, is a specialist at stopping penalties. I mean, that was the right move that uh, the Sarri was trying to was trying to execute, but, you know, he definitely got 
the rug, had the rug pulled pulled out from underneath him by his own squad. Yeah, it was very embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> well, not, not only embarrassing for uh, sorry, it was embarrassing for Chelsea. And I think it was really embarrassing, actually, for football, because now we've got these stupid American pundits. I mean, I saw saw them being spoken about on ESPN, on Pardon the Interruption and some of the other shows. And they're just like, well, if the coach is on the sideline, well, I say the, he should go on the field and tell the player that he has to come off. I mean, oh, God, it just it just makes our sport look farcical. <laughs> Uh, it uh, certainly does at times. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Nick, let's, uh, you know, talking about goalkeepers, before we get to the Sergio Ramos story, who, of course, who is not a goalkeeper, uh, there is a report coming out of the standard that it looks like Man United might might fail to sign David De Gea to a new contract. They've offered him 350000 a week. He wants more. How big of a mistake would that be? He wants how much? Well, they've offered him 350000 a week. That's some serious, serious money. Um, well, I think I think uh, what they're trying to do is really test his resolve. Uh, is he interested in the money or interested in win trophies? But no, I mean seriously, I think that um, you know he wants to go to Real Madrid. Well, that doesn't seem likely because old Matey is over there. Um, you know, the former Chelsea keepers rolled up to Real Madrid and they still have uh, the Costa Rican fella as well. So um, I'm really not sure where David De Gea is going to go. I mean, uh, other than to Barcelona, uh, what what club is big enough for this man? And, you know, with, with you know, Gunnar Solskjaer really turning things around at Man United, maybe there's a, there's a lots of motivation for De Gea to stay including 350,000 reasons for him to stay. A week. A week. week. 350,000 reasons a week, Nick. My goodness. I mean, when is enough enough? When are you just going to play for the club? When are you going to play for your professionalism? Uh, The grass, you you know, they always say the grass is greener on the other side. But when you're playing at a club like Man United or City or Liverpool or, or, you know, any one of these really big clubs – there's just not that much grass on the other side of the fence, to be honest with you. And if and if there's no room for you there in that particular garden, you're going to be, you know, SOL. Well, the thing about David De Gea, I mean, he's he's obviously one of the best goalkeepers in the world. I mean, he, he's saved Manchester United uh, so the, many times. I think he is the, the best goalkeeper in the world. And the scary thing is he's only 28. So he's probably got at least, I mean, if you look at Gigi Buffon, who's now something like 42, that means De Gea's got at least another 14 years of top flight football left in him. Uh, So he may be tempted to do another couple of years at Manchester United, uh, really, really set himself up for life. And then uh, by then, uh, Real Madrid will probably come knocking again. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I fully expect him to sign, but if, if for some reason he does fall through the cracks, that would be an enormous loss for Manchester United. Interesting situation right now with United, uh, particularly after the Liverpool game where they you know, lost so many players to injury. They have 10 players that are currently unavailable for their game at Crystal Palace tomorrow. Now, you and I both know Crystal Palace on their day can cause a lot of problems for any team, particularly at home. Uh, they're going to have Juan Mata, Herrera, Lingard. Uh, they're all out. They're going to join uh, Matic, Phil Jones, Antonio Valencia, Anthony Martial, Mateo Damian. They're all out, Nick. 
Rashford is a question mark. And Solskjaer is saying part of this is due to his new fitness and training regimen. And and I understand that, that apparently things were a little lackadaisical under uh, Jose Mourinho. But is this possibly just another sign of some of the inexperience that Solskjaer has at a club this size? Well, I don't think so, because if he thought that the players were unfit, then he definitely needed to get them up to speed. Now, the the problem that he's experiencing is that it's very hard to get players fit uh, in that physical sense, just working on the fitness component and the match fitness, which are two definitely different things. Uh, I think that the, obviously the, the match fitness thing has really come to bite him in the ass. Uh, I guess he's ruined selling Fellaini now uh, because he yeah, really. needs him. But in some respects, though, I mean, they spent a lot of money on this man with the most silly name in football named Fred. Now, Fred has <laughs> not played. Uh, I mean, I can't even remember the last time Fred played. Let me see if I can find out when it was. was. Back yeah, in the, the last Flintstone time Fred era. Played was against Huddersfield Town. Okay, and that was in match day uh, round 19, so way before Christmas. So Fred should be raring to go. Uh, so he can slot into that role alongside uh, McTominay. Uh, if Sanchez has got something to prove, well, it's about time he started showing it. And um, I, th- I think the, the cover is just about there. I mean, obviously, they can't afford any more, any more serious injuries. Um, and, you know, obviously, players getting hamstrings. Uh, are serious injuries. But I, th- I think uh, there's still enough quality within the team uh, for him to go to Crystal Palace and get a positive result, which is exactly what they want, being that they are hot on the hills of Athenal. Yeah. Hey, uh, Nick, uh, we started off this segment with the Circle Jerks, one of my favorite Circle Jerks song, The World Up Your Ass," And there's a man who's just constantly angry he seems to have the world up his ass at every turn we're talking about my least favorite player in the game of football the thug almighty Sergio Ramos finally UEFA does something about it and uh, and uh, announces that they see the obvious and they charge him with deliberately getting a yellow in order to control when he will be banned so he'd be banned for the match match at Ajax rather than uh, in the next round Nick uh, Sergio Ramos getting what's due in my mind well, yeah, I mean, you, you've, you've been dying for something to happen to Ramos. I think I think you'd want more than a suspension. Perhaps, uh, yeah. you know, a, Castration. A, bro- a broken left testicle probably is, is not good enough for uh, Sergio Ramos. But, yeah, I mean, look, he's he's got close to 30 red cards in his career. Um, he is a thug. There's no two ways about it. Uh, but he's a serial winner of football games. And if he was in that Liverpool team, you would have no complaints about what he's what he's doing, unfortunately. But, yeah, it's 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 good. To, it's good to see that UEFA finally growing a pair and doing something about cheating within the game. And uh, I, hopefully it's going to be a lesson to many players and for them to see that even Sergio Ramos, you know, that the man who's lifted the Champions League four times in like the last six years is not immune to getting charged for behaving improperly. All right, you're listening to Fifth Street Soccer, 800-878-7529. Let's get those phones lit. Love to hear from you tonight. So much going on in the world of football. You have to be biting your tongue. When we come back, Nick and I are going to look at the matches that happened today, and we're going to look forward to the matches tomorrow. And there are some pretty juicy matchups tomorrow. We're going to go through them all and give you our predictions. Stay tuned. I'm on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. He is on Twitter, at Nick Webster. 
And we're also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Street Sports Talk. We'll be right back. I'm Nick Ibram. I like to have a nice, smooth shave. I do have a goatee. I like to make sure the skin around it is nice and smooth. And you know, when you're using one of those disposable razors, you never know what you're going to get. You don't get a great shave. I tell you, I have found the solution to my shaving issues with Harry's razors. Non-slip, comfortable handle. I think these are absolutely the best. Right now, you could get a $13 value trial set Comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, weighted ergonomic handle, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip, a rich lathering shave gel, a travel blade cover. You can get a $13 value trial set right now. Go to harrys.com forward slash world soccer. Go right now, harrys.com forward slash world soccer. Redeem your offer right now and let them know that I, Nick Gieber, sent you harrys.com forward slash world soccer to go get your Harry's razors. Let's have a chat about your debit card, the card you use for the things you buy every day. What if you could get cash back every time you bought those things? Well, now you can. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit. Just open a Discover bank account and start earning 1% cash back on up to $3,000 in debit card purchases every month automatically. Plus, there are no monthly fees or minimum balances. Now you can get cash back on the way you like to pay. Open a Discover bank account and get the debit card with cash back. Go to discoverbank.com slash debit. Limitations apply. Excludes money market accounts. Discover Bank member FDIC. Hey, not to brag, but Buffalo Wild Wings is the official chicken wing of the NCAA. Yep, soak it in. You know who isn't the official chicken wing of the NCAA? Your couch. Because your couch doesn't have a partnership deal with the NCAA. So do you want to be home on your couch, the official nothing of the NCAA? Or do you want to be at Buffalo Wild Wings? The official place that has lots of TVs and beers and screaming fans, and it's officially better than your couch for college basketball. Buffalo Wild Wings. Please drink responsibly. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. All right, welcome back to Fifth Street Soccer. Nick Eber, Nick Webster with you. We have a whole bunch of matches to get to that are happening tomorrow in the Premier League. But in the meantime, let's take a look at some of the results today. We did speak about the Leicester-Brighton result. Leicester getting the win 2-1 with their new manager in the stands. Nick, what a surprise at the John Smith Stadium. Huddersfield getting all three points. Is there hope for Huddersfield? No, there isn't. Uh, But... (laughs) 
Congratulations to the Terriers for finally getting their first victory of 2019. It was kind of annoying because I have quite a few Wolverhampton Wanderers players in my uh, fantasy team, so thanks a lot for that. Um, yeah, I mean, look, this is this is a shocking result, really. Uh, yep. Nuno Espirito Santo was uh, very upset with his team, saying they didn't create enough, need to work harder, blah, 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 blah. I mean... Look, you, you've got to go to Huddersfield and take all three points. It's as simple as that. And to fall asleep at the death and let in a very, very silly goal was quite staggering. But, hey, let's give it up for Huddersfield. You know, the, the beauty of the – and this is the beauty of the Premier League once again. Look, this this team is dead and buried. Let's be honest. They are dead and buried. They have got no chance. They have all of what? 14 points on the season. They've lost game after game after game. And yet they can go and beat a team like Wolverhampton Wanderers who had the chance to go into seventh place on their own with a victory. That just goes to show you the depth and strength of the Premier League and the fact that if you're not on your game for 90 minutes, you will get hurt. That's right. Lots of quality up and down the league. You never know what's going to happen. Another surprise to me was a Cardiff City Stadium, Nick. Uh, Everton go to Wales and and win 3-0. You know, we spoke about the sort of Sulla emotion that they had and how the team sort of seemed to come together and start winning games, and it was really an incredible thing. But you know what? The sad thing is Cardiff City are in a relegation dogfight right now, Nick, with these two losses in a row. If they'd got any sort of, res- of a result off of Watford or off of Everton, you know, they'd be sitting a lot prettier. Yeah, no, I mean, Cardiff City right now are in a tailspin. Uh, they, need a, they need a striker, and unfortunately, Salah was brought in for that very purpose. Um, you know, the emotion has gone, and they are in big, big trouble. I think the, the Huddersfield and Fulham are going down, but now it's between Southampton, Cardiff, and I believe Brighton. I think those yeah. are the three teams that are really struggling right now. They're going to duke it out. There's only three points that separate them. I think Burnley have got enough about them to get themselves to safety. Same with Palace. Newcastle are going great guns. And from, from there on up, everyone's pretty much safe in, in mid-table mediocrity. But, yeah, Burnley, Brighton, and Cardiff. And, and I, I really – actually, I'm very nervous for Cardiff right now because these are two real, real bad results of them, especially as they came at home. Yeah, right, exactly. Another match that, uh, well, it didn't surprise me as much as it kind of made me smile. I have a big soft spot for my doppelganger, Rafa Benitez. Gets uh, three points, a convincing 2-0 victory at St. James's Park against Burnley. Uh, Rafa Benitez really showing he is an outstanding technical manager, Nick. Well, Almiron, who has uh, joined uh, the Magpies from uh, Atlanta United, I think this was his second or third game, is really looking the part, actually, in this yeah. Newcastle United side. He's pulling the strings, he's running the midfield, he's popping up in attacking areas, and the team is absolutely buzzing. I mean, they've only had one loss in their last five games, and that one to Tottenham Hotspur, and that was a, t- a tough game for Spurs. Uh, they're now on the road to West Ham United, and I think this is going to be another little test for Rafa Benitez to see whether Newcastle are for real, but they're moving away from the danger area. Rafa's working his magic again. The fans are behind Rafa Benitez. Mike Ashley's keeping his mouth shut, and he spent some money, obviously, on Almiron. So, uh, you know, things are looking good at Newcastle United. I mean, if if they could just get rid of Ashley and get a proper owner in there, you could see Newcastle United kind of uh, rebirth of the Magpies up, up in the northeast. 
Absolutely. Nick, uh, interestingly enough, you talked to, when we were talking about Cardiff City, you said that they're going to be in that uh, fight and that Brighton are one of the teams. You think they've got just enough to keep safe. But that match, Brighton-Cardiff at the Amex, is actually one of these matches that's had to be rescheduled. And that match has time, that match date has yet to be confirmed. That can't really be helping anything. Well, it, it doesn't, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be one of those classic relegation six pointers. But I mean, they all are now. I mean, think about this. Uh, Brighton play uh, Huddersfield uh, next Saturday. So that's that's a, that's a huge one for them. Um, Cardiff City are on the road to Wolves and Southampton play Fulham. And that's yeah. tomorrow. And tomorrow, wow, we what a game that could be. You know, Fulham could all of a sudden find themselves just, you know, four points away from Southampton. Uh, but I, I, I just don't see them doing it. But you never know. I mean, the, the craziness of the premiership right now is is that the cottages could go to St. Mary's and, and get all three points because Southampton are just going through a dreadful run of form. Well, don't forget, Fulham actually beat Southampton last time at home at uh, Craven Cottage. They beat him 3-2 back earlier in the season. So they've got a they've got a taste for the Saints. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But let's start with Arsenal, Bournemouth at the Emirates, uh, Nick. I, I I actually think Arsenal are going to make short work of them. Bournemouth, to me, uh, a team that one of these another one of these teams that you just you, you just never know what they can do. But they've had a, a run of unfortunate results: uh, losing to Wolves, losing to Liverpool, uh, drawing Wolves, losing to Liverpool, losing to Cardiff uh, on the back of that great four 0 victory over Chelsea. Uh, they sort of haven't recovered celebrating after that. Uh, but they're going to be meeting an Arsenal team that I think might finally be finding a bit of form. Well, I don't know if Arsenal are finding form, but they're finding a way to get victories, which is uh, much improved upon the uh, Wenger era, where Wenger was more more concerned with the performance than the actual scoreline. Uh, you know, only one loss in their last five for Arsenal, that to uh, Manchester City, and, you know, everybody loses to City. Uh, you know, I, I think Arsenal will win. Uh, they're currently in fourth place, and this is a place that they desperately want to stay. I mean, look, it guarantees Champions League football. You know, if they can keep if they can keep the hot and heavy Manchester United off their uh, off their tails, and the only way they can do that is to to keep winning games. So yes, they will beat Bournemouth. Not sure how pretty it's going to be. I think uh, Unai Emery would take a one nil with the ball coming off uh, someone's backside in the 93rd minute if it meant he got all three points. All right, uh, let's uh, quickly go to St. Mary's. Uh, We talked about Southampton, Fulham. This is a must-win for both of these teams. I just don't know any other way to put it. Uh, I, just in the back of my mind, I would not be shocked if Fulham got a result here, Nick. Well, just think about this. As, as I just mentioned, you know, the three points puts them uh, four points behind Southampton. But if Southampton win this game, will they leapfrog Cardiff City? They join uh, Brighton in 16th place. Cardiff moves into the relegation zone and Fulham are dead and buried because they would be eight points behind. I mean, I just don't see how they can make up eight points. So, yeah, this, this, is, this is the cup final for both these teams. You know, Southampton can really do some some mega work to moving themselves out of this relegation zone and perhaps getting a bit of momentum going and just finally just put the final nail in Fulham's coffin. All right, Nick, uh, Stamford Bridge, let's talk about Chelsea Spurs. Uh, this is, as we, we talked about in the last segment, we don't have to go into all the background here. 
Uh, it's a terrific match. I think this is the uh, this is the NBC Sports Network match tomorrow. I actually think this is going to be a one-one. Um, I, I you know, yeah. I mean, Chelsea Spurs. I mean, it's 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 such it's such a combustible tie between these two clubs. I mean, they really don't like each other. Uh, you know, who can forget a couple of years ago when when Tottenham went to the Bridge. They were still in with a shout of winning the title. This was the year that Leicester won it. And it just all kicked off. And you know what? Memories are very, very long. I, I, I just think right now that Chelsea uh, are, are in such disarray that if Tottenham can get their noses ahead early, they could really put their foot firmly on the throat of Chelsea and just throttle the crap out of them. Because I think Chelsea are very tender right now. And the interesting thing, I mean, look, the, the, the storyline really isn't even the game anymore. It's, it's going to be, right. is Kepa going to play? Or is, is right. Sari going to do the right thing and bench his sorry ass? Yeah, right, exactly. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Selhurst Park, Man United, go to Palace. Of course, very depleted Man United. Nick, I just, you know, Crystal Palace are an anathema. I mean, this is a team that is going to be absolute crap one moment. Uh, they're going to get a, uh, they're going to get a one-one draw Southampton, and then they're going to, you know, then they're just going to go on a tear. You just, you just don't know. I mean, they beat Leicester four-one, four-one at the King Power. I don't know, Nate. You just, I just, you just never know which team's showing up. If if the Crystal Palace that beat Leicester four one at King Power show up, they could give United a torrid time. No, it's, it's it's just so amazing that you know Palace only find themselves six points off the off the relegation zone. Uh, you know, in in their last five games, they they had that thriller against Liverpool, um, tied Southampton in a game that they probably should have won, took care of Fulham with ease. West Ham United was a great game. And then, you know, like you just said, absolutely demolished Leicester City. Uh, I, you know, I, I like the team that Roy Hodgson puts out. He's, he's a pragmatic manager, but he's also got a lot of flair in this team. You know, Manchester United should win the game on paper. And uh, they probably will win the game on the field. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with United in this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, but it could be a 2-1 or a 1-0. I don't think it's going to be a tonking. All right, uh, Anfield, Liverpool, Watford. Do you expect any trouble for Liverpool uh, against Watford? Well, yes, I, I, I do, unfortunately. Sorry to sorry to burst your bubble, Nick. Uh, you know, Watford are, are a tough team to beat. I mean, their, their only loss in their last five was to, to Tottenham Hotspur. They're, they're coming off yeah. an absolute spanking of Cardiff City. And, uh, you know, they're in seventh place and they're, they're dreaming about you know, uh, Europa League football next year. I don't think Watford are going to go to Anfield and, and roll over like Bournemouth did. I mean, Bournemouth was like a little puppy waiting to be tickled. Yeah. Watford, Watford are made of sterner stuff. And uh, I, I actually think that if this game gets tight and it gets nervy and you, you've seen what the Liverpool crowd can do to their team, well, uh, you know, don't be surprised if Watford pull off a shock here at Anfield. I would be surprised. I'm going to go 2-0 Liverpool. Uh, Nick, you're saying uh, you think Watford's going to get a draw or a win here? Well, I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that Come I on, believe... take a stand, man. Take a stand. Take a stand, take a man. Stand. I'll give you a stand. Okay. Watford to win it 1-0. Take that. All right. That's what you said, Lars. All right. All right. And finally, uh, the last match of the day tomorrow is uh, at the Etihad, uh, West Ham travel to City. You know, the problem that City have, Nick, isn't necessarily going to be West Ham. It's the injury to Fernandinho. 
Yeah, I mean, it's an absolutely massive blow. And, and, and when uh, City went through their little crazy blip, what was the common denominator? Oh, yes, Fernandinho was out injured. And, and they yeah. ju- they are just not the same team without him. You know, Guardiola's been uh, prattling on about who he thinks can come in and do a job. And he's saying, like, you know, uh, Silva maybe. Uh, but I, I, I just don't see it. You know, Kevin De Bruyne can step in there, is what he said. I just don't see that for City. So I, I think they're going to have to go like full ball, pedal to the metal. But the tough thing is, yeah, they need to win games, but they've just come off extra time. I mean, yeah. two days ago. I mean, it, it was a grueling game. So this is one of those where City could be primed for the upset. And I'm not saying West Ham United are going to win, but if West Ham United got a draw at the Etihad wouldn't be surprised either. So I mean this this could be this could be great news for Tottenham if they can get the victory at Stamford Bridge and then Liverpool and Manchester City both draw at home, then Tottenham could all of a sudden find themselves back in the race again. Oh I think think City will have enough to edge it though. Alright, that's my opinion. We do have to go to break. We'll be right back to wrap it up here on Fifth Street Soccer, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM two eleven and the award winning Sirius XM app. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992-800-223-0992-800-223-0992-800-223-0992. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063-800-957-6063-800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. 
Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. All right, uh, welcome back for Street Soccer. Nick Eber, Nick Webster with you. Just a couple minutes left. Uh, Nick, you know, one of the things that strikes me, Raheem Sterling took so much crap over the World Cup, uh, ridiculous crap, by the way, and, and as a player has been the subject of a sort of racial innuendo, I think a sort of double standard, I think he has become, under Pep Guardiola, an absolutely terrific player and really is becoming more and more important to City with every match. Just a, just a minute or so, what are your thoughts about the development of Raheem Sterling? Well, I think he's on the verge of becoming a, a legend at the Etihad. I mean, his stats this season are off the charts. I mean, he scored 12 goals. He's 13, uh, 13 assists. He seems to be getting better and better with every game. His decision-making has improved no end. And he, and he looks like he's, he's really maturing. I mean, look, I've, I've, I've never interviewed the guy personally, but uh, I, I watched his interview actually uh, a couple of weeks ago on NBC. Uh, it, it may have been after the Liverpool game. And, I mean, he's coming across as a really well-adjusted, fine young man. And, and let's not forget, he's still so incredibly young. I mean, was he 22, 23? I mean, he's, he's, he's not really even started his career, and yet he's played for two of the biggest clubs in the world, Liverpool and Manchester City. He's got a huge transfer fee on, it, on, it, on, it, on his head. And yeah, he, he did get a lot of abuse in the World Cup for you know not having the stats that kind of backed up his game. So great to see what he's doing for City. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, no time for any of this racial nonsense in life or in our game at all, uh, it just needs to be uh, just needs to be uh, done uh, done with forever. Uh, Nick, we are going to be back on the air tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to these matches tomorrow. Really, there are so many matches. I'm going to be using my uh, ridiculously overpriced NBC Sports Gold subscription to watch as many of these at one time as I can. But it is going to be terrific. We will be back on the air with you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and of course Sirius XM 211 and the SiriusXM app. In the meantime, Twitter, I'm at Nick Geber. He's at Nick Webster. Hope you really enjoy these matches tomorrow as much as we will. And let's meet tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and have a chinwag. Till then, cheers.